You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, and you're listening to episode number 976 in our podcast series, a company dedicated to making a difference in the lives of its clients. North Star Moving Company has proven the state-of-the-art way to move is with its red carpet service. And behind it all is co-founder Laura McComb. Laura joins us today to share more of North Star Moving Company history and its dedication to customer service. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show and our CEO peer groups that I lead, then please visit my company's website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And if you know someone who would make a great guest, like I'm sure Laura's going to be here in just a second, please call or text me at 949-887-4104. Laura, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show. Well, thanks so much, Rick, for having me. I apologize. I've got a little bit of a sore throat, so I'm I hope I'm uh, not going to cough, and uh, <laughs> but I really, truly appreciate being here and having the opportunity to speak with you. Well, in the spirit of full disclosure, I'd like to let everybody else know that I'm fighting a little bit of something as well. So the two of us <laughs> okay. are going to play through the pain, and we're going to do a great show. Let's great. start by having you share, kind of, tell me an interesting story about something that's happened in kind of North Star's evolution and sort of your professional path to where you are today leading the company. Hmm. Well, there's so many. It's been, you know, we've a couple decades old here. But I think that what your viewers might like to hear about is we have a lot of celebrity clientele. And we were able to garner their trust by absolutely providing excellent top-of-the-line service. And we have become the go-to mover for A-listers. And our quest really was to provide absolute service to anyone, which meant however they wanted it done, when they wanted it done, how they wanted it done, that's what we would do. And it's come, <laughs> it's, um, it, what it translated into was that people like the Getty Museum have used us for their archives, or Angelina Jolie, or Eva Longoria, or other celebrities have used us for their services, as well as just re- regular folks. Um, but I think that, you know, because we have a reputation for doing anything for at any time, um, we've literally received um, phone calls at 3 o'clock in the morning to move a dining room chair <laughs> from one room to another. Um, we're talking very small, not a club chair, and we sent a crew of people to do that. Um, so, And other things that follow out of that dedication to making a client happy, clients like Benjamin Netanyahu, when he came to, to L.A., they traveled with their own security, and our trucks were on standby. We were cleared by our Secret Service and the Israeli Secret Service, to, and we were just on standby um, waiting for a walkie-talkie to tell us where and when to go and what to do, and uh, we you know, kept rotating the crews out so they had a fresh crew, and we're just always at the standby, and that's just something that people don't think that a moving company would do. So you're actually, you're in a service industry. Uh, you don't build a product. You perform a service. And so uh, I, I was impressed when I went to your website, the number of video testimonies. So your use of social media and new technology, that's good. But also the, the caliber of the uh, you know, quality of, of what is said, you 
you have featured a prominent local newscaster here in Southern California who said he's used you, I think, four times in his moves over the 20 years he's been in Southern California. So I think it's a testament to a service company that you not only get the first job, but you get repeat business from the existing clients. Absolutely, and that's really, really important to us. Um, Our entire approach is that we want to become someone's moving company for life. Nobody wants to ever think that they're going to move again uh, once they move because everybody hates it, but um, unfortunately we do, or or fortunately we do, depending on our circumstances. And um, we also ask our friends, or we look on Yelp or other social media sites to see who to use. And we really believe in turning our clients into our ambassadors. Um, That was something we started early on, and it's truly what makes us keep growing. We do something like 9,500 moves in the Los Angeles area a year. A year? Yeah. So that's, I'm not good with math off the top of my head, but there's only... I don't. You can't move 365 days a year, so you're actually we don't move on Yom Kippur. Okay, so you do it in 364 days a year. Yes. Wow, that is that's a lot of moving. I mean, you. Yes, we we have over 30 trucks and 200 movers, and that's just in LA. And we started franchising, so we're now in the Phoenix area, and we're opening soon in Chicago. And okay. um, so, so let me yeah. a, let me ask you sure. that, that that's a great. Um, so the audience that listens to our show are, like you, entrepreneurs, business owners of companies that are listening to gain from gain knowledge from your experience, Laura. So how, how did you decide to scale and franchise a service model? I mean, I, I can understand franchising a, a company that makes a product. You know, we think fast food is a kind of typical franchise you know, icon. But how do you franchise that philosophy that has made your company so successful in markets outside of Southern California? That's a really good question. And I think that what we what we intend to do is, and we have done so far, is we've had lots of interest from many people to become our franchisee, and we're, ex- we're extremely selective on who we choose because we really want somebody who's going to drink that Kool-Aid and be part of our culture. If we don't feel like they're a good fit, then we wish them well and, and hope they find somebody else to work with. But for us, they truly have to start with our core philosophy, which is we believe in our slogan is moving happiness home. And that starts from our franchisees to our team members to our clients. And we want that first night in a client's home to be a happy one and because we feel like that will then ripple out into the community and we're also extremely involved with the community as you probably know but um, with Make-A-Wish and a food drive and um, <laughs> Claire's Place Foundation etc um, and in fact we're going to be at the LA Marathon helping Move for Hunger take the extra food back to the food bank at, uh, on March 19th mm. but um, I'm, what really keeps things going is that idea of a happy team member creates a happy client and we are proud that we have won multiple times best places to work awards which is our I mean we've won more awards for service than any other moving company in history and um or, or somebody can fact check me but I truly don't know of any other one that's won as many um and we're the most proud of our best places to work award because it's our team members saying, 
hey, you know, this is a great place to work. And they really do care about their clients in the community. And if we can get that essence into our franchisees, we, we believe that they will also deliver the high end of service that they're being trained to do. I mean, they're, they're trained from everywhere on how to pack a glass to every step of the way. Um, that's part of what we, we pride ourselves in doing is very thorough education. But mostly, some things can't be trained. I think you have to look at, you know, do the people come from that old-fashioned value of do unto others? Are they going to treat people kindly, um, like they were moving their mother or their grandmother or a sick friend? Would they really, truly pamper that person? Would they protect that person's privacy from the paparazzis when the paparazzis are literally asking you know, just to see inside the box for Angelina Jolie, for example, we have paparazzi swarming and they, they offered our movers something like a thousand dollars just to take a picture of the box. Wow. And thankfully our, our movers and our team guys were just so offended by that. They, you know, they wouldn't want somebody doing that to their mother's things or to sure. their things. And they just, you know, took offense, as, as we all would, to that invasion of privacy. So I think it's really about creating a culture that says, you know, it, we exist because of our clients, and if they aren't happy, we're not happy. And if we're not happy, they're not going to be happy either. Right. And we're talking with Laura McCall. She is co-founder of North Star Moving. Movers to the stars, it sounds like, as well as, if I did my math right, you're doing, on average, 30-plus moves a day to kind of get to your 9,000 number if you're moving 364 days. Your company is moving. You know, when we come back, we're going to take a short commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show. So, listening audience, either live here on AOCTalkRadio.net stream or... Uh, tomorrow, maybe on iTunes or Stitcher or one of the other platforms that we use for our podcast. Don't go anywhere because we're going to be back very quickly. And what I want to ask you is what you said you're most proud of, which is your Best Places to Work awards. Because moving is a hard business. It's it's demanding physically on your, on your team members. So I, I'd like you, Laura, if you could just talk for a minute about how you approach that with your employees and how you've been able to kind of sustain a positive culture sure okay so don't go anywhere ladies and gentlemen we'll be right back after this word from me richard franzi is the author of two popular business books for ceos his first book critical mass the 10 explosive powers of ceo peer groups was the first book ever written on the secret value of ceo peer groups His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. Told you we'd be back back quickly. I am your host, Richard Franzi. All of our shows can be heard live anytime on Stitcher, iTunes, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have appeared on the radio show. And since we started our show in 2009, we've reached over several hundred thousand listeners 
through our live stream here on octalkradio.net as well as our podcast. Simply type in these four words in your favorite podcasting software, Critical Mass Radio Show, and you'll find our weekly shows where we do thrilling interviews with exciting guests like Laura McComb, who is co-founder of North Star Moving. Laura, before the break, I said I was going to ask you to share a little bit about what you and the other executives are doing in, a, in, a, in what I think is a very tough business. I mean, it's deadline-driven, it's physical, there's traffic in L.A. I mean, there's just a lot of stressors that could um, create a work environment that's less than ideal. How do you approach that so that you're winning these Best Places to Work awards? Well, I, I, two words come to mind, and they're just so overused that I, I'm embarrassed to say them, but it really is about empowerment and passion. We really do want our everyone at our that works with us to um, feel like they can go to anyone about anything at any time. And we have a complete open-door policy. Our, our internal offices are glass cages so everybody can see everybody. Um, and we really believe that a good idea can come from anywhere. For example, we're a green company and we have biodiesel in our trucks. And you would have thought that perhaps that idea came from our our maintenance guys or the dispatch office. But in fact, that came from my executive assistant who said, hey, why don't we get biodiesel for the trucks? Everything else you do is green. And it was like, great, research it. And now we have bio, I'm a proud owner of a 10,000 gallon tank of biodiesel. Wow. Um, so, and people also are, you know, we don't, you know, a lot of companies say, hey, don't fraternize with each other. Don't, you know, don't, you know, have relationships with each other, whatever. And we, we feel really the opposite. We have uncles and brothers and uh, wives and husbands and brothers and sisters and fathers and daughters all working for North Star Moving because we realize that you spend so much time at work that you really want to be around people that you like. And these people actually, our team members actually socialize together. They go to Vegas on trips or they, you know, go out for dinner or, or karaoke night or paintballing or whatever they do. And um, I think that fosters a sense of team and community. And also knowing that you can work your way up. For example, one of the gentlemen that was on the trucks as an assistant uh, has worked his way up because it turns out that unbeknownst to him when we hired him as a mover, he has an IT background and now he's the head of our IT department has been with us for something like 15 years or 20 years. I was going to ask, do you have long length of service, long tenure with your employees? Absolutely. Yeah, we, we, we tend to retain people. Um, uh, you know, so, some people in the summer we do get hire more more movers because uh, it is a seasonal business. But a lot of those people, even though they may not be there all year, are coming back again. Um, uh, it's a great job for college students, for example, to come in in the summer. And they act as helpers on the truck. And um, they come back, you know, during their whole tenure of being a student. That's excellent. So as you've scaled the mm -hmm. business, being able to maintain this sense of a kind of esprit de corps, and I love the fact that your workforce likes each other and finds uh, time socially to spend time together. Matter of fact, Gallup, that does a national uh, survey on engagement, part of their research suggests that the likelihood of an employee being engaged goes up significantly if they have a friend and a possibly a best friend at work 
because it changes the dynamic. So, it, so it sounds like you're executing on a on a lot of great principles inside the company. But take me outside the company for a second. You, I know, I know that it's seasonal, and that summertime is a busy season. But how does the econ- over the years? How has the economy affected Northstar Moving's ability to kind of have a successful year? And how much of a challenge or opportunity does just the general economic environment present to your company? We're absolutely tied to the housing market, as one would suspect. And so when the housing market burst, we were actually one of the few companies at the beginning who realized it was happening. We didn't didn't know what we were doing wrong, actually. We were doing all the same things we had been doing, and it wasn't working. We couldn't figure out why we weren't getting the calls and why wasn't the volume what the volume would be. And then a month later, the... The housing market numbers came out, and we're like, oh, well, we could have told them that. (laughs) That was our experience. And really what saved us during that downtime was our commitment to high-end and the level of service that we provided because, as we all know, the people at the very top don't as often get hit by hard economic times as the rest of us might. And that kept us going was uh, having that niche of really high-end service to during the lean times. I think also what, you know, we truly are tied to, to the housing industry, but we have found other ways of being involved. For example, we, um, we do a lot of production company moves, for example. So if you are, like, we moved um, Dick Clark Productions and Jim Henson Productions because the things that they have, their, their animatronics, can't be, no amount of insurance is going to replace a broken Miss Piggy, um, so or you know a Terminator or what have you. So um, we have to have that level of tender care to take care of those items, and that attracts people who the production companies and all of that, which kept going during the lean times. So, so you have been uh, an Inc. Five Thousand fastest growing company in the U.S. for I believe four years now. Seven. Seven. Seven consecutive years. Oh yeah. my goodness! So that goes back to 2009. Then, so even during the tough time. So, what is it that is is driving? Because that's that's hard to do. Um, and so, congratulations. And, and if there's someone out there who's listening today or in the future and says, "Man, I'd, I'd I'd like to have that string of success," is there a simple suggestion that you can share with them on how to do hmm. that? I think. Just make sure you're really providing the service that you think you're providing. And that goes all the way from the first person who talks to that to someone on the phone to and how they feel about their job to the guy who carries their truck to the community at large. And if you have your, your people involved with, for example, we pay people to help us. You know, it's just the same as if they were working a regular day, if they're working on the food drive, for example. So which, you know, we're proud that we've raised over, um, oh, my gosh, it's sort of a staggering number of, uh, <laughs> it's 26,000 pounds of food wow. we've raised and through our food drives over the last three years. And that sense of community and that sense of total involvement and commitment that we're here to stay, that we, we have a commitment to green, we want the world to stay here too, um, keeps people going. They really they want to have a place, especially millenniums, they really want a place where they feel like what they're doing makes a, a difference. They could answer a phone anywhere, but they want to answer a phone where they think the company ha- shares their values. 
And so you have a an interesting workforce. Could you have millennials in it, and you also have people that have been with you for decades in right. the, in the company. So, where do you see North Star going in the future? I'm going to have you back at some point, and what's going to be different? Where where strategically are you positioning the company? We're really working on the franchising right now, um, and we really want to make the first few franchises a, a, a good learning tool for them and for us. Um, my partner's become a franchising executive. He's, he's taken all the courses and made sure that he really truly knows all about franchising. And so we part of, part of the love of franchising really is uh, that it's another commitment to community. You get to give to someone a recipe, if you will, for that person then being able to own their own business, have a stake in their community, um, and they can be of any any race or creed and religion, and that brings in a whole different segment of the population, and we're so happy for that because we're, we're empowering those people then to empower the rest of the community. So I, I, I see us um, being larger, uh, having more franchisees. Uh, I, you know, I really hope that that is a success. That's our, our you know, we're just starting out on that venture, and right. like all new ventures, it's always a little, you know, makes you a little nervous in the beginning, but uh, we're jumping in, so... Well, I, I can't wait to have you back then to see how successful I, I I think with your focus on culture and fit, the likelihood of having a successful franchisee model goes up significantly. So, um, Laura, I wish I had more time with you today here on Critical Mass Radio Show, but I would encourage others, if you're listening to us online, to check out uh, North Star Moving Company's website and see the videos and get a sense for the level of relationship they have with their clients. I want to thank you for being a friend of the program and welcome you to a part of the critical mass community i'm going to put a copy of one of my books in the mail to you hopefully you'll you'll be able to kind of take it and 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 read it and i just want to thank you for giving a little bit of what you know about building a successful company to our audience here on critical mass radio show today thank you so much for having me thank you for the book too that's really sweet uh, and uh, it was an honor I, I you know i i love sharing ideas with other businesses executives and hearing hearing how everybody does it because we you know it's it's the best mix is to get a lot of different voices so thank you i look forward to meeting you someday when neither when both of us feel better than we might feel today no coughing (laughs) okay thank you very much continued success laura thank you goodbye you too all right ladies and gentlemen that's going to conclude this episode of critical mass radio show i'd like to thank Paul Roberts, who is our engineer, and Crystal Nunley, Joan Park, and Haley Stone Stern, sorry, who are our producers. I'm your host, Richard Francy. If you'd like to learn more about the radio show or the CEO peer groups that I lead, then please visit my website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. Focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 